Welcome back to Let's Get Mary, the wedding and event podcast. This is part two of the great elopement episode. For part one, head back to Spotify or the podcast app. Let's get into it. Would there be anything that you would have changed out of your day or anything you'd like to have done differently? I don't think so. You know, it's funny. You, you've been married, Sam. You're going to get married, Mia. It's so funny. This is like, maybe this is just a weirdo on me. I'm like, maybe I would have had a bigger bouquet or, you know, maybe I would have done this or done that. But ultimately eloping, I think was the right decision for us. It's like one of my favorite things about us as a couple. Like, I'm like, hello, we're the Borks. We eloped. Like, we're so cool. <laughs> you know? So yeah, yeah I don't think yeah. we would have done it any differently. That's awesome. That's great. I love that. I really do. Okay. So tell us about the party you had later on because I know it sounds like you have no regrets but you did still decide to include everyone and all those siblings and everything so tell us about that decision it's so funny so right I think we had thought oh this will be fun we'll have a party after we had no idea what it would look like how many people wear what and it ended up being something that we almost used when we were talking to people saying we eloped to like soften the blow so I call my favorite aunt I've traveled with over the years. She's like my best friend. She knew nothing. And I was like, we eloped. And there's like the silence. And I'm like, but don't worry, we're having a party, you know. Um, And so I think we knew that we wanted to include people in some way. But we were like, this is going to be so much less stressful than, you know, a traditional wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was almost a way to allow our parents and our family to be a part of it. without like the traditional stresses so we we um did our post elopement party at like our favorite italian restaurant in south boston this place called capo they had a big back room that we rented out yep we um it was a sunday night was our party um and you know it was like a pasta bar and a raw bar and pizzas and like i wore a black dress and really like I think what I hear about the traditional stresses of a traditional wedding were not there at all. It was just like kind of like a party for our friends and family, a place for our parents to kind of contribute by giving speeches and inviting who they want. Yeah, to, to celebrate. Yeah. And yeah, but there was, it was the party itself was, I think, low pressure. Noah. I felt a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> the exact opposite. I, you know, with with like greeting all your guests and you know trying to spend all your time with people who've traveled so far away we had friends and family who flew all over the country for it um michigan arizona florida so um really to kind of enjoy have as much as you're enjoying the party yourself or trying to that you want them to have a good time kind of be that gracious host um and the fact that we had, you know, all this amazing food and all these, you know, we had open bar for a little bit and, um, you know, just for, for them to have a good time. So the fact that we didn't even touch a piece of food the whole <laughs> night, uh, I think kind of you know, added to that stress a little bit, I'm sure. Yeah, like, it's funny. I don't know if it's something like growing up, you know, as a girl, you're, you kind of understand the stresses of the bride and kind of what comes with a wedding and... I guess I always knew that you you can't really get to a lot of people and you're going to be overwhelmed by the amount of people who come to like a reception or something, but I kind of felt bad for Noah. He was trying to talk to every single person and give them like an adequate amount of time. I'm like, that's not, 
you know, that's not possible. We invited, um, I want to say like 200 people to our post elopement party, but because of the timing, um, we, we did our party in July. So we got married at the end of May. We had our party at the end of July. There wasn't like a year save the date. Um, so 135 people ended up coming and, um, I don't know. It was just, again, there was no pressure. Like if someone couldn't make it, it was okay. I'm like, we're already married. Like, right. don't worry about it. So yeah. one thing about doing a party after a woman and one thing I think, not that I was surprised about, but I probably should have known is it costs to host a party for 135 people and feed them and give them drinks regardless. Um, so while we saved money, I think on maybe having a bigger wedding and a more traditional wedding, we, there was a cost to eloping and there was a cost to having our party. And I know we could have probably done it um, on the deep in both senses. We didn't have to have that party and we didn't necessarily have to have flowers or makeup or hair or anything for our elopement day, but there was definitely a budget associated with eloping. And I think that like the dreamy idea of eloping, I think that everyone should know that there is a cost to that and it's something to budget for and think about so it's not the same as a big wedding but it can get up there if you really yeah want it to be special yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. so two things one I totally share your sentiment Noah of having to go see every single person at least try to touch them I think I t I like in our plan I had like every five minutes for Mia to come up to us to like go say hello to everybody. And I don't think I ate a single thing during our reception. So I feel that. But I guess, um, so to the point of knowing, like, I feel like everyone thinks that elopement is so cheap and it's this and it's that. What would you say to couples now, especially with COVID, that are really starting to think of elopement as, as what they want to do? What would you, what advice would you give them? So it's funny, so asking, you're asking this, and I thought about this a lot actually this past year because I see, you know, friends or family on Instagram um, talking about their decision or maybe making the decision now to have a smaller elopement and then maybe a bigger wedding later or something. And the saddest thing for me is when people feel like an elopement isn't a wedding or it's not enough or something. Um, I had this really beautiful moment and this is what I would tell people. I, so I went to see the seamstress and to tailor my dress um, for the wedding. And I went there and I felt really silly because she's like really well known on the South Shore of Massachusetts for doing wedding dresses and glamorous wedding dresses. And I came in, I'm like, I got this on the internet. Um, but I just really, you know, want it to fit my shoulders better or something. And you know, we're just eloping, and I kept saying things like, this isn't a real wedding, and she grabbed me at one point like, during our my first fitting, and she said, you know, honey, at the end of the day, you're going to be just as married as anybody else, and I was like, that's right, that's true, and like, now after um, getting married this way and eloping, I would say someone who's considering it during COVID, you know, follow your heart and do what you want to do because we wanted to do this. And I think that, you know, we're married. We're just as married as anyone. Um, 
and it can be beautiful and it can be what you want it to be and you can include people in different ways and you have maybe you think creatively about how to do that but if you really do want a big wedding um, and a looking now will make you feel less or you'll have regrets in the future then you should have your big wedding yeah I think that um, for us there was no specific reason that we got married at a certain time and I just feel like if you put a time on it or a pressure um, then it can make your elopement less special. So I think elopements can be beautiful, and you can be married in a, in, you know, in a flash. In a flash. Married I love that. I, and I think we've especially, like, I think throughout our entire, every episode, we're strong proponents of now is the time where people are able to really evaluate, am I doing this for me, or am I doing this because this is what's expected of me? And I think now we're seeing people do more things for themselves because they can. And there's that less, that expectation of you have to have this huge wedding. You have to have this many people is no longer there, especially with COVID. Mm -hmm. So I love everything that you said. I, I wholeheartedly completely agree. And if, if someone wants to do that, I think by like, I love everything that you said about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just watching the um, wedding episode of The Office. Pam and Jim's wedding episode. It's a classic. So their wedding episode, there's this like part, and I just watched it the other day, where they're peeking into their reception and someone's doing something ridiculous and they go, why did we invite all these people to our wedding day? And it just clicked with me of like, oh my goodness, that's, that's, that hits the nail on the head of, it's for you, it's yeah. your wedding, it's, it's your marriage. You right. don't need to feel pressure. It plays into like the pressure of who you need to invite. I was just talking to someone on Instagram tonight about like, do I have to invite this person? Do I, it's like, you don't have to deal with any of that You don't stress. have to do anything you do not want to do. Yeah. I think that's like, and that's like what we try to like drive home. And so I think like this conversation only fuels that fire even more. And I think it's great. Yeah. I would say, so I've listened to all your podcasts and like, I was actually talking to Lauren recently, Mia, and I think that the best part about your podcast and, you know, I, maybe I wish I had it when I was thinking about eloping is whoever's planning a wedding has all these things in their head. What is this person going to think? What is my family going to do? You know, how can this person ruin my wedding? What about this? What about weird things? And like, I feel like you guys just give off the vibe of like, do what you want. And ultimately like, that's what we did. And like, I, there are absolutely no regrets about it. I mean, we didn't have anyone say, why did you elope? Or I can't believe you eloped. I mean, the reception was just like, wow, that's amazing. You guys should be married, you know? Yeah, we had, like, full support from both sides. Yeah. Which was super helpful throughout the whole process. Yeah, and I feel like if people go with their heart, they'll um, they'll appreciate whatever kind of wedding day yeah. that they have, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's hard. It's hard when you make, when you make like, those things. One of the things that we did um, to incorporate – so Noah's family – at every wedding, all of the siblings do a speech for whoever's getting married. So it's three siblings doing speeches every time. And it's really special. It's something like when I first started dating Noah, it's like their favorite stories to like tell what one said at this person's wedding or another said at this person's wedding. And Noah actually has all the speeches from his sibling's wedding. And he's like, read them. Like, uh -huh. it's something really special. And, you know, they weren't invited to a little bit. But they did know about it ahead of time. And so I actually asked each one of them to write a speech or a letter to Noah on his wedding day 
So he has those from his siblings. I mean, nobody heard them. We read them in the hotel room at the end of the wedding. But um, there are little ways that you can incorporate family traditions or do different things in elopement and make it really special. So That's great. Yeah. I love that. You can get in anything that is still important to you on your day. It even makes me think of how you guys included your dogs. Of Some people have their dogs come down the aisle. Some people aren't able to include their dogs in a big wedding day because they're traveling or something. And I know that one of your sweet dogs passed away after your wedding, so it's so special yeah. that you guys have him in those photos. This is officially the Dead Dog Podcast because I cried in one of our episodes. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. But, but I just yes. think it's really special yeah. that Brady yeah. was in your pictures. He, so he was in our photos in perfectly good health on Thursday of that week. And we were going on a mini moon. That's another thing you can do if you elope. You could go on a mini honeymoon or whatever. Um, to Nantucket the following week. And he was going to be with um, our dog sitter. And he was like really lethargic on Sunday. And um, it turned out he had pneumonia. And we postponed our Nantucket trip by a couple weeks. And he, we put him down on Tuesday. So he was in our wedding, and so many people were like, mm. he stayed for your wedding, and, like, it's so special he was at your wedding, and yeah. he was able to be there with you. Um, but, yeah, now we have those pictures. So, oh, man. He's our little guy. I know. The oh. debt. The <laughs> Before I start yeah. crying, and we have to pause and edit all of that out like we did with the other episode. <laughs> I was like heaving. Sam was like, are you okay? I was like, like Let's can go. I help you? Is there, what can I do? <laughs> oh my goodness. Back to elopements. What, um, also, do you guys call, did you guys call it your elopement day or your wedding day? Because I feel like I'm well, like. It's so funny. I'm like very strongly, if anyone asks, that was my wedding day. I yes. got married at a wedding. Okay. Yeah. On my wedding day. My wedding happened to be at City Hall in the clerk's office. But when we invited people to our party, we called it our post-elopement party. Oh, funny. I think maybe that's a, maybe we did that to kind of, again, take pressure on people. It wasn't a wedding reception. It wasn't, right. you weren't going to be sitting at a table, like, come as you are, we'll feed you, and, like, no, no pressure. So, yeah, but we refer to it as our wedding, and we tell people we're married. We don't. Yeah. 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 It was your wedding yeah. day. That's, even though I was wedding. writing out some of these questions, I was writing elopement slash wedding day, but I was like, they got married. That's a wedding day. It's yeah. just a wedding. Yeah. You know? Um, it's just a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, what is a big misconception of the process of elopement? And we touched upon this a little bit, but I'd curi be curious if there's like any specific thing. I think the, you know, one misconception is that it's not legit, that it's not the real thing, and that uh, is entirely different than what we feel so. Yeah, I mean, so I, go I was Googling early on in my planning process about um, elopements, and if you start to type in something like, what is an elopement, there are legitimate questions on the internet that say, are you married if you elope? And so I think that people, I don't like that. you know, I know people do it all different ways and there are rules if you do it outside of the country or in a different state on how your wedding license and things like that are act, like legitimate. But yeah, I think there's this like overall, and it's probably old school and it could be generational idea that it wasn't a real wedding or you're not really married or something like that. Um, yeah, I think that. 
That was it. The other thing, and I know we talked about it a little bit, is that um, elopements are inexpensive. <laughs> that is just something that, you know, is not true. I mean, full disclosure, I'd say all in with our post-elopement party and our elopement process, we spent $20,000. So um, it's not something I could find on the internet. I, I you know, what, what do you spend on different things? aspects of it but with a hotel and a photographer and and everything and there were little pieces of it like the cake and my dress and um you know the actual uh fee for 15 dollars and things where we flowers yeah yeah where we saved money but then um there were other things like flowers and things that they knew that they were doing a bouquet for a wedding so we paid the you know the wedding party. Yeah. I couldn't say like I need <laughs> family a party for my birthday. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. I need a really yeah. nice white whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Okay, so how do you feel now going to weddings after your elopement? Do you feel like you've like made the right decision? Full like it was that's what you wanted to do, or do you want like is there something that you wish that you kind of took from the wedding aspect? Um. I feel like maybe for me, it solidified our decision. Okay. And we've been to all different types of weddings. Um, and, you know, the more expensive or something a day is, we're like high-fiving each other in the background. Right. Like, hey, we're still married. You know, um, we love weddings and we love all of our friends who've included us. Weddings are really expensive to go to too. Yeah. Um, for guests and for travel and all sorts of things. And so... Um, I also joke a lot with my friends that elopement is a gift to them too because they didn't have to, you know, buy a bridesmaid's dress or um, we didn't have bachelor or bachelorette parties, we didn't have a wedding shower. So in a lot of ways, we're very giving by eloping. (laughs) It's true. You're thinking about everyone, truly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we do love weddings. We've been to, once you've been to like, I think at maybe 18 or 17 would have stopped, but we went to the full 20, so we're committed to it. Yeah. Is there any We part- say yes to everyone's wedding. Okay. We, we say yes to every wedding invite, near or far. I've like, <laughs> you know, destination weddings I've gone to in Guila, and I, I know people are trying to trim down the list when they put it way out of country at a small island. I'm like, I'm there. You know, well, it's a vacation we, we for you, weddings. too. We've been to like backyard weddings. We even, um, catered and you know served at a wedding too so. my cousin's wedding we like did some of the food and we love weddings and we obviously are amazing wedding guests um, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me and okay, that's wait. how we knew we couldn't you know we couldn't quite uh do it the way we wanted to do it do it right. up so so flipping that is there anything about a wedding that you just like or like oh yeah. I, I don't i not for me you know what's interesting we had a conversation uh before we eloped about wedding food, and this is kind of funny, so we have gone to weddings that have cost hundreds of thousands of dollars, and we have gone to weddings that have cost $2,000, and everything in between, backyard weddings, small weddings, big weddings, weddings at beautiful resorts, Um, and I, like, literally do not remember any of the food that we ate, so... Like, I was like, do you remember what we ate at such and such's wedding? Or do they have a plated dinner? I can't remember. And so one of the things I think that is funny is how much people stress and worry and spend on food at weddings. And I'm like, if guests really think about it, like, they don't remember. I remember who had a band and who had a DJ 
you know, I remember maybe location or something, but food is one of those things where I'm just like, that's a huge cost to weddings. And Mm -hmm. I think it's a little bit of a racket. Would you remember (laughs) if it was really bad though? Do you think? Um, probably, yeah. There okay. is one dish that I remember. So I'm a vegetarian, so there's always like a weird side yep. vegetarian dish for <laughs> the guest that's a vegetarian. And I got one thing that was super spicy, and I was like, this is just – usually you get like a bland noodle or like some pure vegetable puree or something, but I do remember that. But yeah, you would remember if it was bad probably, I guess. So it just but we've had like cold good. food, and I can't really remember, okay. you know. There you go. That's such a good point, though. And, like, food is a huge factor to your, like, budget. It's, it's the, yeah, it's, it's the cost. It's most, I mean, not maybe most, but it is a huge portion of for that. For ours, I'd say it's most. Yeah, I would say for mine as well. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's been a minute. But it, it's huge. And the fact that, like, you're totally right. Like, I'm sitting here trying to think of every wedding I went to and what I ate, and, like, I, I it's not really sticking with me. It's a good yeah, point. Yeah, I remember, like, one really good braised short rib. That's all I can think of. <laughs> I didn't yeah, even know my Where where are the meat eaters? You and I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can I can file which which one I had fish, which one I had steak. Okay. The Texas barbecue was wonderful. Oh, that yeah, that's good. Sounds good. Maybe this is a vegetarian problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm also, well, I'm pescatarian. So, like, I've had some decent fish, but usually yeah. if there's no fish, you get slapped with, like, like she said, like, the bland noodle or something, which, right. you know, yeah. I'm all for, I'm all for pasta. But. Yeah, but that's a good reminder that as a, like a wedding planning couple, you spend so much time on these food choices, but you need to make a good vegetarian choice. Yes. Because that's still yeah. at least... Help like, your vegetarian friends out. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But, um, it might help if the bride is vegetarian, too, or the groom. Yeah. yeah. I've had a lot of vegetarian clients. I think a lot of people think when you elope, you might be pregnant. That's that is point. something that I heard from some people. I Maybe it falls into the what is a misconception or something. But yeah. um, I just, like... I mean, I'll go on the record. We got married in 2018. I'm like, it is 2018. People can marry for whatever reason they want to, whether they're pregnant or not. Yeah. Um, but I was surprised at how many times after we eloped, like, people either looked down at my stomach or were curious why we did it and assumed that it was, like, a shotgun elopement because oh we were having a kid. So yeah, that is also something that's weird. And you'll encounter if you elope. It's just like, uh, it's probably, like I said, old school, generational yeah. thing, but I probably heard that like eight times. Eight times? Wow. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I would also say too, though, on the flip side, like it's, it's okay to get eloped if you are, in, if you are pregnant too. Like, yeah, I don't absolutely. think, you know, like I think yeah. it throw all like preconceived notions out the door. Like at the end of the day, like. If I'm planning a wedding, I could also be pregnant and like still yes. planning my wedding and nobody's going to be sitting, you know, so I think it's that yeah. notion. I feel like we've all been there at weddings where like someone mentions like, they'll be great parents in the speeches. It's like, you don't need to say that. You don't know if this couple wants kids. Like, oh <laughs> yeah. my God. It's like people just like still need to get that in some way. Even if you didn't have like a traditional wedding day where that person was invited, like people just like still need to get it in there. Yeah. I, I just feel like just stay away from the topic. Unless you know, like this couple is like all about it. They're open, loud and proud. Just stay away from the topic. Just like, it's yes. not. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Right. 
Yeah, we think we fooled people like nine months after our elopement. They're like, oh, wait, I guess this wasn't it. So, okay, maybe they just wanted to get married, you know. <laughs> Two-year-long gestation period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any other stories or anecdotes of that day? Anything that was special or weird? We had, we had like a fun little after party. So this uh, karaoke place, this Chinese food restaurant, um, where we had our first date, um, we did our after party there, and a bunch of guests from the party came, and we did a duet together. Do you remember what song we sang? No. Crazy in Love. Oh, Beyonce and JC. I love That's that. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, and I was JC. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. So that was after our elopement party. So okay. we had friends and family in town, so we went back to that same place um, that we had our first date and we we done karaoke because it was a Sunday night there was karaoke going on and we totally closed the place down nice yeah that's amazing did you guys save your cake for a year that was something we talked about with Sam oh yeah I heard you guys talking about that and I was like dying laughing okay so like maybe because we eloped I definitely clung to a lot of traditional things another thing we didn't really mention I did something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. Oh, cool. Did and you was, do a six pence throw... in your shoe? No, I <laughs> didn't. And it was funny when you said that. I was like, that's a thing? <laughs> I did. I would have had one in there, though. I would have gotten one online from Great Britain or something. Yeah, right. But no. But we did. But I did do that. And then um, our cake. Okay, so we did not save the cake from our actual elopement day we saved the cake top from our post elopement party so we had a tiered another funfetti cake at our post elopement party and we saved the top tier and it was so funny we our freezer in our apartment was just not like adequate for to save a huge box of cake so we saved it at Noah's parents house I think they were like these people are crazy this is gonna be gross and um they didn't throw it away they didn't throw it away they they, they saved our cake, um, and we went away for our first anniversary to this, um, our favorite place in Cape Cod, and I was like, we have to bring our cake, and I was like, we need to thaw it, and we brought our actual cake cutters from our wedding, and um, it was disgusting and dry <laughs> oh, and totally like a silly thing, and my advice to people about that would be a lot of... Um, Places will give you a little mini cake of your original flavor or something at an anniversary price. So just go oh. get your cake redone if you want to try it again. Like fresh for the next one. Yeah. Fresh. Yeah. Know like that. This, this place where we got our, where we did our, um, the day that we actually eloped, <gasps> where we had, oh, sorry, that was a dog. <laughs> the day that we eloped, where we actually had a wedding cake. Um, for their traditional wedding cakes that they do, they send you a card about a month before your anniversary date and say, would you like to have a cake? So oh. I would just tell people to get a cupcake or something from your bakery that you had your wedding cake from. Fresh. That's smart. Yeah. It I didn't was, know that. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, that is smart. Um, let's see. Okay, so speaking of advice, is there any other advice you would give to a couple wanting to do this or okay let's also say it sounds like you guys didn't have that and that's awesome but did advice to someone who's really really wanting to do an elopement private wedding but their family is being 
not not understanding it what would you say well I would say do it go with your heart because ultimately at the end of the day like it's your wedding day and like you have to live with you know what your wedding day looked like and um I mean we're close with our family but not having our family there was a specific decision that we made and I know that's not easy for family to hear like well why can't I be a witness I mean Noah's a twin brother I'm sure he would have loved to have been there um but my advice is to go with your heart and do it and although it might not feel right right before or something you're gonna ultimately um be happy that you did it your way I would agree with that <laughs> happy wife, yeah. happy life. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to put you on the spot here, but would you say that having a coordinator, even if it was just the <laughs> two of you and your photographers, how would you say? What would you say to to someone saying, "I don't need a, I don't need someone to coordinate the day. It's it's just us and our witnesses." I actually thought about this in anticipation of talking to you. Um, because I went on, I have a Google spreadsheet from our elopement and it is like a great, it is like, if you are not me, you're like, what sort of, you know, engineer created this thing? And it was like our budget and what we had purchased. And then there's a specific tab for what we needed to bring to the hotel, a tab for what we needed to bring with us down to city hall, anything we need to have in our bag with us when we were getting our photos, things we needed for our dogs like un, unanticipated costs, costs that were already taken care of, costs that we needed day up, cash we needed day up. And um, I will say that I spent an enormous amount of time in the three months before our elopement planning our elopement. Mm-hmm. And I know it takes a certain type of person. Um, and I know a lot of people are not like that. And I would say that if I could have paid a coordinator to do this for me, I probably should have. And... I think it could help a lot of people because, you know, coordinators are so used to saying what types of things do you want at your wedding and how can we make it happen? And I, you know, our um, wedding photographer, the first elopement she did was our elopement. And now she has transitioned into specifically destination adventure weddings or elopements only Mm -hmm. and she's almost become a an expert on what do you need for these kinds of things it is a little bit different but there is a ton of organization that goes into planning a day especially a day like we had and so I would encourage anyone who doesn't have the time or the effort or even the know-how to do it to consider having someone who does Mm -hmm. yeah I think that there's a lot of organization that goes into it yeah, that's great. I would say, so I, we haven't, Mary hasn't done um, an elopement wedding day, but I would say if we did, and if it was something like your situation where your witnesses were your photographers, I would probably honestly have acted in the way of, great, I had your checkbook or your cash. I maybe had your dogs with me. I would let you guys go into city hall and eat. Cause if you wanted that private moment, like we've talked about, like Sam's yeah. first look, any of our first looks of our clients, we let the couple go and do it. Then they come back to us like, you can still, even if you don't want a coordinator there for some of those moments because they're intimate or special and you just want to be alone, like we can still definitely do that. We always say that we can expand or contract based on what someone needs. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think too, like 
exactly what you were saying. Not everyone is type A, like all of us. Like it's very overwhelming to a lot of people. And just being able to at least help everyone get their ducks in a row, make sure it's everything that they want, um, and really just streamline everything. And you are dealing with vendors and you are dealing with, you know, maybe negotiating costs. And there were things I I Googled a lot during this process. How much do you tip? Do you tip a florist? I mean, there are things that coordinators know that I had no idea. Um, and, you know, looking back, it's funny. There was a, a lot that went into it. And um, now my sister-in-law's sister-in-law is a wedding coordinator. I could have had her doing it the whole time. <laughs> you know, and it's a good point that, like, like I said, it sounds like your families were so wonderful during this, but a lot of people's probably won't be. And we do say that we specialize in difficult family relationships. So yeah. maybe those who make the decision to do something non-traditional, like really need us. Yeah, that's, that's a good me. point. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> we can help navigate yeah. that. Yeah. But sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, and our families were great about it, but I come from, my dad has been married three times. Um, I have a lot of different things. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever say that our family dynamic was a reason why we eloped, but it definitely made it easier that I didn't have to create a seating chart um, that spaced out my dad's wives and, you know, or various siblings or things like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a part of it. Too. And I think some people that might be a component. I think if you have recently divorced parents and you just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or something, I think eloping is something that can it really just focuses it inward rather than on your family and mm -hmm. i think it's just all about what you want no this thank you guys so much this has been <laughs> such a treat i know thank you so much <laughs> you're welcome oh no but this is so fun we are i'm like literally so excited about our elopement this much later so yeah no and i, I think that it. really speaks so that you guys don't have regrets and it was the right thing to do there's not I really feel like you're being genuine here. Yeah. There's there's not any part of you that's like, well, I'm kind of sad looking back or anything. Right. And I think that's no. what, this is exactly what people need to hear now, too. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I love it. I think yeah. that's great. Perfect. Well, thank you so, so much, Noah and Chandra. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll definitely point people your way if they have any questions or qualms about going for it to do a private wedding day or that's if they're we should call us a private wedding day yeah that's yes. what, that's yeah. The new day. Okay. i like that or if they're looking for a cute dog instagram to follow yes <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure absolutely just the two of us by the way it's just sam and i now that's oh, why i was singing just we're the two on of us. Yes. yes. That's why. Why did you think i was just singing i thought maybe you were just trying to serenade me we sing every episode but it's usually me and like really pitchy, not hitting anything. So I'm glad that now everyone has experienced. Me. Maybe we need Noah and his karaoke skills to start singing in the episodes when I really like reference a song and you're like, oh yeah, it's this song. And then like we call into Noah and he can sing for us. I really want to see a recording of him singing This Is How We Do It. I wonder if they have videos from their post, their post elopement, post the party karaoke. Yeah, after party. Thank you. That's You're a welcome. more normal word. Um, I've clearly finished my custom cocktail. Um, but yeah, that when they sing Crazy Love, that sounds so fun. I know. I love I it. I love that. But they were so fun. They, oh my gosh. As like first guests, they definitely uh, set the bar high. They I were know. Awesome. I know. Seriously. And I loved hearing about something that like I seriously do toy with, especially now with 
everything going on of should you do a private wedding day? And I think this was the perfect time to introduce this topic. I yeah. know we've touched on it with like conversations of COVID, but there and and she hit the nail on the head. There's just this connotation of like it's it's not a bad thing. Like this is right. You're you're actually getting married it's not just like a whatever wedding a kind of wedding it's it's a wedding and it's right for certain types of people and i think covid just makes that kind of a little bit more apparent these days Mm -hmm. i wrote down two two sentences that chandra said while we were recording one that people think sometimes that elopements are not enough and yes. that that's not true. I thought that was a great statement. And then was it her um, seamstress or her tailor said, you're just as married as I anybody else. I love that. I love it. It's so true. And yeah. it, it plays into what we always try to talk about of your wedding is for you and it's about your marriage. Yes. It's not about how much money you're spending, open bar. Like, I think I've said that is like, it's really about what our friends getting drunk. Like, come on, it's gotta be more than that. Like, that's not why we're doing this. Right. Right. And at the end of the day, like taking that on the flip side, if you want a big wedding, if you want an open bar, right. By all means, I mean, we're huge advocates of that as well, but do it for you. Yes. Keep yourself at the center of it, no matter what plans you have. Right. For me, it was, I want every single person to have the best time of their lives. And that's when I know I'm going to have a great time. So like, that's kind of how we did it. Mm -hmm. But this is for you. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's the hill we die on. That's this episode's hill that we die on. We are on the hill. So what's going on with Mary? Oh, hitting good you with that question. One. <laughs> good question. What is going on with Mary? You know, business, I feel like I say this every couple episodes, business is doing well. People are picking back up. There are inquiries. We have some really great venues that we've worked with before that keep recommending us. And That's it's great. so exciting. I love being able to go back to a venue. And I, when I started out doing this, I said, you know what? I'm in my then young 20s. And one day, all the people around me will be getting married. And now I feel like I'm definitely like, a few years ago, I, I said I was like on the on-ramp. I'd say like now I'm on the ramp. Yeah. I'm like like getting there. Of It's more and more people. And it really is so exciting to me that people are really associating Mary with someone that they know that they need to have whether whichever one of us it is under Mary and that this is a resource that is really important to use and utilize and to ask questions we had some great questions these past couple weeks on Instagram stories of topics that people want us to talk about next so I'm so excited for future episodes with you and I just think we've really grown into having a bit of recognition even if it's in my small corner of the internet on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter of, yeah, people understand that we're a resource and we're here to help and and everything is obviously crazy, extra crazy with weddings these days that we can help one way or another. Reach out to us. This is what we are here for. Whether you have a non-traditional family dynamic, whether you want a private wedding day slash elopement, whether you want the big thing but you don't know how or when to do it, we have coordinators, we have family, friends, we have resources, we have friends in the industry who can hit on any one of these topics. So just reach out to us and start the conversation there. And I feel like we have really grown it into that. I'm just really excited to continue 
to record the podcast. Me too. So just to mention again and remind you, we are taking a holiday pause. Um, so we will be back soon. What do you think you're going to be doing over the holidays? I think you're going to be baking a lot of cookies. So I always do the traditional cookies. I love doing my cookie tins, but I'm also like, maybe I need to take a survey because I don't know if people would feel comfortable with me like baking them baked goods right now and giving them a tin of cookies. I mean, I love to do it, right? but I don't know. So I have to, if people are comfortable with it, definitely a lot of baking. Mm -hmm. Um, And probably just something, I mean, we usually do holidays small, but a little bit even smaller. I'm thinking probably just like me, Joel, and my parents. Mm -hmm. Did you Um, decorate your apartment yet? I've started to. I'm getting a a really great garland in from Terrain that I'm going to decorate. I just got some special ornaments that I treated myself to in the mail from Williams-Sonoma. Nice. I've been eyeing them for years, and I told myself, you know what, I'm home every day, and I'm going to see the tree in my apartment every day, so it's worth it. I was so funny. So I was like kind of stockpiling at the grocery store, Trader Joe's, and she, the woman was so nice. She was kind of mentioning, she's like, you know, this holiday, everyone's doing a little bit extra to make themselves just a little bit happier. And I was like, I love that. And you're absolutely right. So yes, I'm going to get this truffle seasoning. (laughs) Yep, exactly. I actually read an article yesterday that said decorating for the holidays, the earlier you do it, is tied to higher levels of happiness. Yeah. Which I think makes a lot of sense. You know, I started um, lighting our Christmas tree candle in like middle of November and it just, you know, it made me happy. I was sitting there needle pointing and I'm I'm excited for a tree to go up and all those kinds of things. And you just, I think the biggest thing is we all have to take care of ourselves right now. Yep. um, Because we don't know what's to come, unfortunately. Yeah. And with that said, we don't know what will happen if you and I are going to do this virtually in the future in a couple weeks we'll see crossing fingers I know we're good at seeing in each other's pods but yeah we are a first responder family so we want to keep you and Joel safe which I think is really important too so um I hope this isn't the last time we're in person for a while but I I just I feel like I I miss you already I know I know but (laughs) so happy holidays everyone yes um We are so excited that you have been listening to the first 10 episodes. There absolutely will be more. Please reach out to us. Let us know what you want to hear about in the future after our little holiday break. Please rate us in the podcast app on your phone. Leave us a review. Reach out uh, to us on our Instagram, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for getting married with us. Have a good one. Bye.